Welcome to the Kid Men Podcast with Dr. Val and Dr. Virginia, where we talk about everything Kid Men. And pull back the curtain on some of the surprises and challenges in children's ministry that nobody prepares you for. I'm Dr. Val, and together we have over 45 years of experience in children's ministry. I'm Dr. Virginia. Valerie and I met over 10 years ago in our doctoral program at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We are excited to share with you all the great stuff that we have picked up over the years. We want to minister to you, the children's minister. Welcome, friends. Thank you so much for taking time to join us today. Dr. Virginia and I are excited to be talking. (laughs) Yes, we are. Uh, Have you guys been? (laughs) That's always a loaded question around. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) We are still actually, believe it or not, we have workers here today doing work on this house still. Um, You've heard me mention before, for those of you that are listening, we um, actually purchased a house last March. I can't believe it's been a year. Mm. I'm still so not organized. Um, We uh, purchased a house last March that was an older home, but it had the space we needed for my mom to move in with us. And so we moved our house and mom's house into this house and this house really needed work. If I could have had um, like an HGTV couple that could have come in and just (laughs) redone the whole house for me at the beginning, that would have been so awesome. Uh, But mom's health is not great. And we didn't really have time to do a whole lot before we moved in. And so we have been kind of piecemealing. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the work that has to be done to the house. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I am just constantly reorganizing things and refinding places for things to be. And mm. we have Easter dinner coming up and I couldn't find glass dishes. And so we're still oh. like going back and forth for the storage unit because we haven't brought everything over because we're still right. building and organization can always be fun. but it never ends yes I do love I always used to say if I had not gone into children's ministry I might have become a professional Uh. organizer because I do love creating a system for organization just a little bit (laughs) which actually works really well into what we're going to talk about today I guess maybe just organization is on my brain because of us Mm. trying to still find space in this house for everything and and figure out how to do that but um, we thought that today what we would talk about for a few minutes is your resource room and organizing supplies Yes. So how is your resource room, Dr. Virginia? Ah, you know, it's there. It's there. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay right now. VBS is coming though. So it's going to get destroyed, which is just part of it. It's just part of the natural life cycle of a resource room. (laughs) So it's like, it's like the life cycle of a butterfly, you know, it'll Uh be a nice little caterpillar marching along and it goes into the cocoon stage where it's (laughs) melts into goop. (laughs) So it's going to be goop for a while, (laughs) but then we'll come back and reorganize and it'll be okay. So it'll be a butterfly for a little while. (laughs) Yeah. I want no one to feel any shame. Oh. I, I like I, I have I have consulted with a lot of churches. I've been mm-hmm. to a lot of resource rooms. I have seen a lot of things. 
over the years. Mm -hmm. And I have never seen a person that doesn't have some sort of storage issues when it comes Mm -hmm. to children's ministry. We need so many supplies. We Uh need so many things and it can become overwhelming. And also you have a church that's full of a lot of different ministries that are all trying to find places to store things and shove things and to find rooms to put things in. And so it is really, really easy for a resource room to get completely out of control. Mm -hmm. So no shame here, no judgment. (laughs) It's it's just own it and, and move forward. But we thought we would go over just some basic things that we have found that have been helpful to us. As we've looked at our supplies, as we've looked at our storage spaces, as we've looked at how to organize and really kind of thought we would just share some of that with you today and um, hopefully be helpful as you look at what kind of disaster you have on your hands or if you haven't organized, you know, just wonderfully calm and peaceful place. That's terrific too. Amen. So um, really the first thing that you need to do if you're walking in, and I've done this at every church, every church where I have come in as children's minister, I have walked into disasters of resource rooms because they do tend to get out of hand really easy. And they Mm -hmm. do tend to be kind of at the bottom of our list of things that we tend to work on. Mm -hmm. And so usually I have come in and really had to schedule out some time to really assess the spaces that I have Mm -hmm. and kind of figure out what needs to be done. Um, So you really have to kind of look at your space first and see, you know, what kind of room do you have for storage? Now, do you Mm -hmm. have a lot of storage space at your church? Um, I mean, in one sense, yes. In one sense, no, because it's full of stuff. So there are lots of spaces. I mean, there are closets and rooms and places that exist in the church, but there's a lot of stuff in those spaces. There are always, there's always a lot of stuff. And if you ever have an empty space or an open space, you can walk into it and suddenly it's like, yeah. Where did this come from? Like, where yeah. did all these yeah. things come from? Well, the flower committee yeah. <laughs> needed oh, a place yeah. to put stuff in the drama department they, yeah. needed a place to put stuff. And they had yeah. To, yeah. So they just yep. like kind of do it and, and don't let you know. And so you're kind of surprised. <laughs> but, um, and, and I know like, for example, for me, I had three different storage locations mm-hmm. at the last church where I served. Mm-hmm. One was literally one of those doors that that's in the eaves of a building, like where mm-hmm. it's just a long, like narrow space. One was a fairly large room mm-hmm. with shelves all the way around. And right. then the other space was literally just a really big closet that they mm-hmm. had built with shelves. So I sort of had these three areas that were my storage. Now, obviously I did have areas in the classrooms where we store Mm -hmm. basic supplies for each classroom. And we've talked about that before. And that's really not what we're talking about today. We're really looking at actual resource rooms and Mm -hmm. storage that you have today. And so the first thing that I had to do, because we had a little bit of everything everywhere is that I had to really assess that space and say, okay, I can't keep everything in every one of these spaces and we can't constantly be running around trying to figure out because one was in a completely different building than the other two. So it really took some time for me to sit down and say, okay, things that we use for crafts are going in this space, things Mm -hmm. that I use for games and things are going in this space things that we have saved for large events like vacation Bible school, fall festival, the larger Mm -hmm. pieces are going in this space. So I had to sort Mm -hmm. of decide 
Right. This is this is what this space is going to be designated for. Yes. And whatever can fit into this space is what I'm going to have fit into the space. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if it doesn't fit into this space, then I might not be able to keep it. Right. Right. And that kind of leads to the second step. Once you've assessed your space and you figured out what room is going to be for what material, then you have to edit your supplies. Just that, you know, that, that time where you kind of look at what you Mm -hmm. have and determine what you keep and what Mm -hmm. you have to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Do you have a a sort of a method and how you do that? How do you make a determination about whether Um, or not you keep something or whether or not you don't? Because honestly, there's, there's no, you you never keep everything. There is no space to keep everything. It's not possible. Right. And it doesn't always make sense either. And, and that's a tough one too, because in just talking about different spaces as well, just sort of thinking through, it seems like every, every church I've been at, there's always been just like what you're saying. So there's the week to week, day to day craft area, craft room or craft closet with all those supplies, the markers and popsicle sticks and glue and all that stuff. And then and then there's always been like a VBS closet mm-hmm. <laughs> tucked away somewhere, you know, that's yeah. always a wild adventure to go into, yes. you know, and then the, the, like the attic eaves storage. It's funny. I, had a, mm-hmm. I was at a church that had essentially the same thing, like attic storage for that once a year fall mm-hmm. festival stuff. And so, right. you know, one at times editing those spaces was a group project with mm-hmm. extra help. Um, at times I would just try to be cognizant of getting rid of stuff here and there. Um, just, you know, every week, just kind of picking up some things that like, okay, this is broken or this really isn't in great condition anymore or whatever. And just kind of trying to gradually, um, especially after going through a big process of organization, gradually trying to just sort of throw things away as I see them, as I Mm -hmm. keep them up. Um, and it's hard too, because you can have things that like say VBS decorations that people spent a lot of time making or decorating or painting and cutting and assembling. And now you have this, you know, giant spaceship or this giant giraffe or, Mm -hmm. you know, this really detailed train. Mm -hmm. And as cool as it is, there's just not a place to store it at the church. There's not. So, and that can be a hard conversation, which we just recorded an episode about. Yes, <laughs> yeah, right. It, it is a hard conversation when people get attached to things. Mm-hmm. And so that's one yeah. of the things that like, for example, anytime I have somebody that volunteers to do something for the ministry, mm-hmm. whether they're going to donate materials or if they want to build something or paint mm-hmm. something or do, you know, I always have right. that conversation with them up front of, just want to let you know if it's something that maybe we can't use in our ministry, is it all right with you if we pass it on to somebody that can use it? We may take these decorations and pass them on to another church, Mm -hmm. you know, just to give them a heads up so that they can kind of decide at the beginning, oh, well, I'm not going to put the time into it if the church isn't going to keep it. And then say, I understand, but it gives them that opportunity. But again, because a lot of times you'll have toys donated, stuffed animals Mm -hmm. donated, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And I would always say, I know you're really wanting to get rid of these things. So if you want to bring them to me, that's great, but I may not be able to use everything. Is it okay if I pass that on to another mm-hmm. ministry that can use these things? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so to have those conversations, but you really do want to think like a lot of times for me, 
especially when it comes to vacation Bible school or fall festivals, I look at it and say, is this a theme that we do a lot? Is mm-hmm. it something that we use a lot? Um, you can sort of look at some of the things that I have in storage now that I've kept over the years. Like, for example, I have a lot of island things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, lays and tiki torches and those kinds of you know flowers. And mm-hmm. because in some form or another, an island theme is <laughs> right, used a, a lot tropical. for a lot of things. Yeah, you know, that, that yeah. tropical theme is used a, a lot. Right. Um, you know, camping themes outside, mm-hmm. you know, things outside trees, animals, animals, yeah. you know, those yeah. kinds of things Nature. Tend to, to, to circle mm-hmm. back around. Like mm-hmm. you said, you know, we may have a space theme for vacation Bible school, but we don't necessarily use a space theme a lot for a lot right. of things. So I have to kind of look at those items and say to myself, do I really think that I'm going to use it? You know, Mm -hmm. do we just want for this year's fall festival to be a space theme as well? So we can use these things Mm -hmm. just one more time before we pass them on. Or do we want to see if a church, you know, a smaller church could use it or if we do just have to, you know, to get rid of things. And so it's really making those tough decisions about is it worth the space to keep this? Right. How expensive would this be for me to purchase again? If we have if a space I didn't need it later years. in the future, yeah. right? You know, yeah. you know, all of those. T- so many times, like poster boards, or mm-hmm. you know, project boards, or you know, even some of the little craft type things, like the mm-hmm. pom poms or the the felt, or you know, that kind of thing. You have to ask yourself, mm-hmm. how often do we use this? And honestly, is it worth a whole box in my storage room? When, if I might use it again someday, I can go to the Dollar Tree and spend $5 to buy it again mm-hmm. in a couple of years, you know, right. kind of thing. Right. So you kind of have to weigh out. And the more time you spend doing it, the more you know, mm-hmm. like you'll recognize, oh, you know what? We will never use these again. And if mm-hmm. we do, they cost me $2. So it's worth it to me so it's okay. to pass it yep. to another church or pass right. it to a school or pass it to another ministry, right. you know, and, and the same with like, do you have 500 boxes of crayons? Do you need, you know, 500 right. boxes of used crayons? Like, can you, <laughs> can you pare right. that down a little bit? Right. You know, it, because, you know, because we, we look at it and we think, oh, I don't want to get rid of that. What if I need it someday? Right. It's really important that we try to look at items in a very unemotional mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. very practical way. Mm-hmm. Is this worth the space that mm-hmm. I am going to use mm-hmm. to keep it? Um, because so many times it's really not. Right. And because, and, and good stewardship of our resources is more than trying to save money in every single imaginable, fathomable way. Mm -hmm. It's more than trying to, you know, never spend money on things, never, you know, good stewardship is, goes beyond that. Like you said, keeping all the broken crayons, you know, sometimes the best stewardship of our time, energy, and space is to just throw away the broken crayons, the 500 right. boxes of broken crayons, and just buy some new ones right. 
because that will make our kids' lives easier, our teachers' lives easier. They're not fighting over the one unbroken crayon. Right. Um, right. And so, so there's a lot more metrics and considerations mm-hmm. that go into being a good steward of our resources because we do want to do that, obviously, right. um, than just, oh, you know, how do we do this as cheaply as possible? Right. Well, and it's something that I've learned actually from my husband, especially in this process, like I said, that we've been doing where we were combining two houses because it it was really quick for my mom to say, oh, but we might need that particular item someday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Lewis would always be really quick to say, you know, if we ever do need to use, you know, a rice strainer or whatever, you know, like whatever (laughs) odd kind of thing that we've never used before might be, he was like, I don't mind going out and getting one. We'll get a new one. It's okay. You know, like that makes sense. So it's just that sense of being able to be, and you know what, if it does come up in a month that you did need those 500 crayons, it's okay. You know, it's, it's okay that you let them go and that that was a mistake because that happens sometimes. And so it does happen sometimes and and we Mm -hmm. beat ourselves up for it or we worry, we spend more time worrying about the, what if we might need, Mm-hmm. You know, where we just need to give right. ourselves some grace and just right. say, realistically, right. we have right. to think through what can we do? Um, because we we would somehow like, like a lot of times we would have people, I remember we had a, a man who was, was closing out of business and he donated huge pallets of labels. Like they were huge, yeah. there was a huge pallet. Did they fit um, your label um, machine though? Uh, they were, they, they could for something. Okay. I mean, they were one particular okay. label. Okay. And sometimes you use those little mailing labels. Okay. Gotcha. But gotcha. literally it was a palette of like, I'm saying there's like 50 billion mailing labels, 50 boxes of a <laughs> hundred mailing labels. And like, so literally he's rolling yeah. this palette in. Yeah. And it was incredibly kind of him to do. And so, but there was no way I had anywhere to store thousands and thousands of labels. I I just couldn't. So that was one of those times where I had to ask him, is it all right if I forward these on? And Mm -hmm. so we just let other churches in our area know we have these labels that have been donated. If you would like to come and get a box, Mm -hmm. you know, and I kept, I'm, I mean, I, I left that office with still, a whole box of the labels in my office because I did mm-hmm. keep a lot of them, right? which I really shouldn't have, but I did keep a lot of them, <laughs> but I couldn't keep all of those, I right. couldn't keep the whole palette of the boxes. And so right. and he was fine with that. He was like, no, that's good. So we literally, churches would come by and grab boxes and take them with them. And that was mm-hmm. great. But again, it's just, you know, it's that not wanting to offend anyone or mm-hmm. to say, no, but, mm-hmm. you know, but I just didn't have the space to keep hundreds right. of boxes of labels. And so you right. do have to kind of decide at some point, what can I use? What can I pass forward? You know, how can I do that? And it's not always easy to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, once you edit your space, once you know, like what you're keeping, what you need, what you have, then the next step is to think about how you're going to organize them. You know, do you have shelves? Do you have cabinets? Do you have organizational boxes? And quite honestly, for me, most of the time I bought those very cheap plastic shoe boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, especially if you I can didn't have much of a budget. You can label them. You can, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're clear. Mm-hmm. You can see through them and, mm-hmm. and just would label them. And, and they really hold so much more. I mean, they will hold a lot of craft mm-hmm. sticks. 
They will hold a <laughs> lot of crayons. Yep. Um, yep. They really would hold on to a lot of material. And so for me, like rather than spending uh, you know, money on expensive storage containers, mm -hmm. I typically would just go to the Dollar Tree and buy those, those types of, mm -hmm. of shoe boxes. Mm -hmm. um, and then also you can get like the regular size shoe boxes, but you can also get the boot, like the boxes that are large enough for boots. Mm -hmm. If you have items that are a little bit bigger that mm -hmm. you need. So, so those, those are some like inexpensive ways to, to find, to be able to organize the materials and literally just do what you said. I just would fill the boxes and label them. I, mm -hmm. I would, I had plenty of labels at that one church, but <laughs> you are running out of labels. I, I That's right. Out of labels. <laughs> But finding just uh, like, like it doesn't, those, I mean, their labels are not usually super expensive just to be able to, to buy some labels and either print them on what you have on them or just to use a Sharpie and just mm -hmm, very neatly write right. mm -hmm. on them what's on them. But even though you can see through the box, it's super helpful to be mm -hmm. able to label the box as well, because right. it's a lot faster when you're scanning to be to able read. to look at the words than it is yeah. to look in the boxes at the material, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. if you have different things in them. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's finding, you know, that, that finding the way you want to organize things, the pieces that you need, if you have a budget mm -hmm. to be able to get the hooks, to be able to hang the hula hoops mm. on the wall, mm -hmm. as opposed to just having them laying in the floor, you right. know, if you have the wall space, if you can, you know, do that, finding ways um, to have just the paper sorters, you know, you can order paper mm -hmm. sorters from Amazon or from, you know, from your local office store for you to put different colors of paper in so people can draw, um, draw out the paper really quickly from, but finding just all of those mm -hmm. little things that you can. And quite honestly, I would often be able to get those kind of supplies from people that were donating those types of things to mm -hmm. the ministry. If I would just let people know, you know, we're working on the resource room. Right. It was amazing. The number of people that had shelves they wanted to get rid of mm -hmm. or shoe boxes they wanted to get rid of storage containers mm -hmm. or, or all kinds of things, you know, that they might have just in their basement or in their office that they're getting mm -hmm. rid of that they can donate. So having people that can donate those types of items like shelves or mm -hmm. boxes or organizational mm -hmm. supplies are just really helpful to be able to, to, to get that done. Mm -hmm. And this may be jumping the gun, but as you are labeling your boxes, do you organize them alphabetically right. or by in like groupings? You know, do you put your paper and your crayons next to each other, or do you right. put them alphabetically? Right. And I think that that has been according for me to my space. I've mm -hmm. done it all mm -hmm. the different ways. Sometimes mm -hmm. I've done everything alphabetically so that it's mm -hmm. really easy to find. Sometimes I've right. done it in categories and then I've alphabetized the categories. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I've done that before. And then oh. I've also done the numerical system where like if I had a really large room. Doing like the Dewey Decimal System. In sort here. of. Like a, like a resource <laughs> room Dewey Decimal System. Where, oh. where basically not only would I put crayons, but I would give crayons a number. Mm -hmm. And then I had the room laid out in numerical order. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a chart on the door when you came in. So you would, and that chart would be alphabetical. So okay. I would look for C for crayon and then it would have the number 22. And then okay. you would know to go to, to box number 22. Mm. Um, and we did that at that particular church, mainly because that church had already been organized that way to begin gotcha. with. And so gotcha. it was just an easier system for me to do. A librarian also, came in and 
Dewey decimaled it. Did it with numbers. <laughs> uh, but also, honestly, because of the size of the room, it did mm-hmm. make it really easy to find things because then okay. you weren't really having to like the way it laid out. It just laid out easier for that. Mm-hmm. Um. But honestly, it's whatever is easiest for you. I've seen mm-hmm. churches that use color-coded systems mm-hmm. and like their color-coded uh, chart would be at the door. So you would know like craft items are in blue bins and mm-hmm. you can make it as complicated or as easy as you want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for oh. me, the simplest was, was usually just to label the bins with mm-hmm. the material and then mm-hmm. figure out how I was going to organize it from there. Right, because occasionally right. I would move things around. And if mm-hmm. you are tied to a numerical system, it's really hard to move Re- things around or, if you need to, yeah. because yeah, then you yeah. have to remember almost everything. And so you have to kind of think through how, mm-hmm. you know, how do you want to have this, you know, this accomplished? And so, mm-hmm. um, but I did do my best to try to keep like things together if I could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I did try to keep the crayons and the pencils and the scissors and the, you know, like mm-hmm, all of the, mm-hmm. anything that somebody would need for a craft mm-hmm. to try to keep that in one kind of central location and then keep like the blocks and the, you know, interlocking blocks and the, you know, game cubes and, you know, those kinds of things all together. And then, you know what I mean? Like to try mm-hmm. to like right. keep things kind of in a way where you right. just can organically go, oh, well, this is where it looks like blocks are over here. And so right. all the blocks would be together as opposed to having to look at five different spaces. Places. Blocks, you know? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It seems yeah. like most of the supply rooms that I've had have been roughly alphabetical, just kind of mm-hmm. like what you're saying to where sometimes there'll be things or like oversized items that sort mm-hmm. of all end up in one spot, but yeah, mm-hmm. roughly alphabetical. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing you have to decide on is if you're going to have a sign out sheet for everything or just certain things, mm-hmm. um, because one of the things, you know, I, I would always have a large quantity of, you know, crayons and scissors and craft right. sticks and that kind of thing. And I didn't really mind. I did ask the teachers if they would, if they were getting the last ones until mm-hmm. that, cause I had a Let note you know. for things right. that needed to be replenished. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did ask them if you're going to take the last ones, be sure to put on there that we need craft sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't require them to sign those out. Now, some of the other things, like for example, if they were going to take my full like wooden food set that I mm. had or a full block set, or right. if they were going to use, um, we, we had a lot of things like a, um, I had a giant game floor mat right. from Lifeway and the giant game cube, mm-hmm. um, that I didn't have one for every classroom, right? but we had several, but I did have a sign out sheet for those mm-hmm. just because a lot of times things would just disappear and those were pricier items right. to try to replace. To try to, yeah. And, and, and some churches that where I was, it, the, the, there were so many classrooms that would take me forever to search every bin and every right. classroom to try right. to find it. Again. So it helped me for some of those items to have a little sign out sheet on those boxes so that mm-hmm. I can so that I would know who had it last so that I could at least try to start to track it down if we couldn't mm-hmm. find it. It disappeared. Mm-hmm. Books, you know, certain books and puzzles, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Th- those items that are more expensive to replace. Right. Yep. Um, a lot of times I would have a, a place mm-hmm. for them to find them out. And, right. you know, because a lot of times they would wander off. And I also had a note on the door to let other ministries know 
you know, I, I, I didn't keep a locked resource room. Mm -hmm. A lot of churches do. They -hmm. have a locked resource room. It's only open on like service times when, when you have people in the building and that there was, there's a, a person that works in there that, you know, can make sure that people aren't just wandering in or out. Um, I never locked my resource room. Um, and I, I invited other ministries to be able to use the supplies because if the senior adult ladies did need crayons for something or glue for something, I, I wanted to share with the ministry. Obviously not if it was a huge amount because I, you know, I, I, it's not like they could just come and get a ton, but if they ever needed it, but I did have a note on the door that asked them to please let me know if they were going to be using something, mm-hmm. um, or that they would just let us know if they, if, if it was the last that we had or to check with me if they were going to use, because I did have one time I had, I had set up all of the things for our fall festival event, like all of our games, all of our like supplies and everything. And I had everything laid out and ready. Oh no. And the senior adult ladies decided to do some sort of event. And right now I can't even remember what it was, but they decided to do a carnival theme. I think they were having a luncheon and they decided to do a carnival theme. And so I walked into the resource room one day to work on some things and just all of my stuff was gone. Like everything was completely gone. And so they had just said, well, we were doing a carnival thing and we saw you had all this stuff. And so we just took it and I was like, yeah, I, because we have fall festival in two weeks. And so it was like, you know, it was all organized. It was all organized. It was already, they, they did, you know, I think that they, I think they used all the popcorn from the popcorn machine. Like they, I mean, they had taken the whole thing. And so we just had this big conversation where I just said, you know, I am glad to share anything with you and I'm glad for you to use it. Um, but it would have been very helpful if I had known right. that you needed it. You know, if, if there is right. something, if you could just let me know what you're needing and that you've got it. And so that we're sure that it gets back in time and that right. all of it's replaced, like, the, right. you know, because I needed more popcorn and the I needed, the, you know, it was because mm-hmm. it was the popcorn machine and the cotton candy machine and all of those things they'd taken. And so it is just kind of good. So I did have this little sign on the door that, you know, that said, you know, if, if, you know, it, uh, we, we welcome other ministries, but could you please see Valerie before you remove anything from the resource yeah. room? Yeah. And so just because it was just, it was just one of those things where I just needed to know. And mm. so I think mm-hmm. it's, it's really important to know. Talking about other people in ministry, one of the greatest things you can do for yourself, for your ministry, for everyone as a whole is to find somebody that loves to organize. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you are going to find people in your church right. that maybe don't love working with kids. Right. But they would love to organize some supplies because yeah. I'm telling you, you hate organization and you hate doing it. You have to realize there are people who call, love it, really enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's very mm-hmm. cleaning and organizing is very cathartic for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoy doing it. And so it, it, there are people in your ministry that are like that. So if you can find those people, if you can let people know, I need somebody that can help with the resource room. That's all you right. have to do. You don't right. have to do anything else in children's ministry, but just occasionally on a Saturday morning, yes. come and clean up the resource room or organize some things for me or help yeah. me organize or, you know, like set up an organizational party where they come and you can do it with them. But you can, you will often be surprised at the number of people that you will find that would Mm -hmm. absolutely love Love to help you with a resource room. 
What's funny is my, that's kind of like my husband. I mean, if it wasn't for having a wife and two children, he would be a minimalist. And like, before we got married, whenever we, whenever we got married, you know, and combined our households, he had like three pieces of furniture and four boxes of stuff. And that was like everything he owned. And so we joke about how that's his throwing things away is his hobby. He loves to like get rid of stuff. And so he's one of those people who I'm like, Hey, we've got to go. Like we, there's just stuff is just accumulating. (laughs) We got to go through like, that is his dream just to throw stuff away. He loves it. He loves it. Everybody has a gift. That's right. Everybody's gift can be in some special way. And so it's, I think it's really important to find people that can do that for you. And I actually had some people in ministry over the years that that was what their job was. Mm -hmm. They would come in and they would put my boxes together for every classroom for Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. So they would have a, a, they would have a list of, you know, they would have the actual Mm -hmm. Bible study material and they would Mm -hmm. look at what every teacher needed. And we had boxes set up for every age group. And they would put the supplies in those boxes that the teachers needed and they would put them in the classroom for me. And then the teachers would just take them back to the resource room at the end of service. And then mm-hmm. they, the, those ladies would come back in on Monday morning and put everything away and get everything out for the next week. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and so it was just incredibly helpful to, to be able to have somebody that did that. And that way I didn't have teachers rummaging through the resource room every week. Mm-hmm. I had people that were familiar with the resource room, that that right. was their job and that was right. what they did for us. And so it was incredibly helpful to be able to have that. And so if you can find people who can serve your ministry in that mm-hmm. way, you're going to find it to be incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, another thing that I think is really important for you to do is to actually calendar working on the resource room. Yes. Cause if you don't put it on a calendar, it won't happen. It won't happen. And you will forget. Yeah. And I'm telling yeah. you after yeah. big events, especially yes, vacation, yes. Bible school, fall festivals, Christmas events, somehow yes. the resource room just gets demolished. Yes. Yes. It looks like a tornado came through. I don't even know how it happens. I mean, literally, because it amazes me because there's this part of me that goes, who is it that really just thought they could just toss a box of stuff in the floor, like in the door and then just like run away, (laughs) close the door. (laughs) They do. They really do. Um, And um, so having that like scheduled time after an event that, you know, that I'm just going to spend this day kind of checking out the resource room, making sure everything's mm -hmm. back in place is going to be really helpful. And for Mm -hmm. me, that was where finding the youth, um, helpers, people in the youth ministry that like to help. A lot of times I would offer to get them pizza (laughs) on the Saturday after vacation Bible school. And basically what the youth did was to help me get the resource room put back together. They would put all the crayons back where they go. They would get all the supplies. They would throw away things for me. And then I would just get them a couple of big pizzas and they would have lunch and then they Mm -hmm. would head out. And that way I could knock it out on a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I was ready for Sunday morning and it mm-hmm. was all done and it, it just took a couple of hours as opposed to me spending the whole day yes. trying to get everything back in place all by yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think the other thing that's really important to remember, and we talked about this just a little bit before, but it's, it's really knowing, talking to the church staff about how you're going to allocate resources you know, mm. does the entire ministry mm. come to your resource room for their supplies mm-hmm. or, you know, are you going to have a method to how that's done? How are you going to share resources? How are you going to share supplies? 
who will be responsible for replenishing mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. out of their budget if they do use. Because like I said, I didn't mind, mm-hmm. you know, if if senior adult ladies needed to borrow some crayons and then bring them back, that was no big deal. Mm-hmm. But now if, but if they, they use did, all the popcorn for the whole fall festival. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a little bit of an issue because that hit yeah. my budget pretty hard. So it yeah. was, you know, it was, it's, it's those kinds of things. And so really having a, a policy and a plan mm-hmm. as a staff, on mm-hmm. how resources are going to be used and, and how the accesses for those, I think is really mm-hmm. important to have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and just, just making me think about some of our conversations that we had in our podcast episode about sharing spaces. And so yes. this kind of crosses into some of that territory as well. Just those mm-hmm. lines of communication and having mm-hmm. key leaders and people who you point, who are like the point person for certain right. spaces and certain supplies and that sort of thing. Yeah, Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Well, Dr. Virginia, thank you so much for talking about this today. This has been a lot of fun. I enjoy organization talk. So <laughs> that's a lot of fun for me. And friends, we just really hope that this conversation was useful for you, that it gave you some suggestions, some ideas, maybe just uh, calmed your nerves a little bit about the fact that you might feel like you're the only one that has an issue with this because you are not. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's all part of it. And so we hope that, that we gave you some information that was helpful. As always, we are so grateful for you. We are grateful that you give time and that you spend some time with us each week. It means a lot. We just ask if you could like and subscribe and all the things and let people know about um, this ministry that we have for you so that we can just try to reach out and help as many people as we can. It is our honor to be able to help you as you serve your children and your families. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye-bye.